Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch, an in-depth look at the Archers with me, Jeff Thomas, Lucy V. Freeman, Harriet Carmichael and Matt Rodriguez-Payne. She's there, she's in the sketch. Who is? Harriet. No, 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 it was the it was, I, the stress that I put on V for oh, some see. reason, I don't know why. Now, Like be- I'm Lucy versus Freeman, exactly, like yes, I'm having yes. I'm at, at internal war. With Team myself. Freeman. Yeah. Uh, now, before we make a start on your emails, let's have a recap of what happened this week in Ambridge. We began the week with Harry the Hip Chilcot Enquiry, whose name is now longer than his tenure on the Archers before he's revealed as the wrong one he undoubtedly is. Harry pronounced Alice's aunt as Shula. And I've realised that one of the issues... we just gobbed coffee everywhere. I've just realised that one of the issues uh, with Harry is that he speaks as if English is his second language. In fact, not even second, probably about eighth. And going from one stodgy, doughy lump to another, we arrived at Yorkshire Pudding Day. This featured Yorkshire Pudding Bunting, which Jolene described as hilarious. <laughs> I couldn't really see why, as Yorkshire Pudding is a sort of brown sponge, which I can't imagine being very photogenic. I mean, how did they make it hilarious? Put little hats on all the puddings. Madness. Yorkshire Pudding Day also led to Fallon and Harrisment attempting to move into the bull before Jolene said absolutely not over my dead body and adopted a defensive karate stance. Twitter charitably thought it was because she was concerned they'd be dragged into whatever the West Bromwich branch of the Cosa Nostra had got lined up for her. It wasn't, it was because she couldn't bear the idea of eating leftover carrot cake for dinner every day while Harrisment coloured in his book of baddies. There was a case recently of a woman who won a tribunal because she was fired by someone who decided to do so without getting off her horse to do it. That could have been Harry and Chris. Chris stood in the mud tugging his forelock while Harry coveted about him saying, Spect you chaps are quite busy this time of year, or whatever approximated to that in whatever strange language it is that Harry speaks. For some unaccountable reason... Uh, the second Adam started at the dairy, Clary and Susan immediately went to DEFCON 8 with practical <laughs> jokes and snarky comments. If they'd just ignored him, it would have been all fine, but I could see how it would be difficult to ignore someone who was being that snotty about someone forgetting their keys. He had forgotten the cardinal rule of being a temporary manager, which is keep your mouth shut and stay out of the way of the machinery. <laughs> if there are people there who know what they're doing, let them get on with it. Your job is to take the blame if something goes wrong, and that's it. Something did go wrong, and as always with Bridge Farm, the manager got rewarded with a pat on the back, and the rude mechanicals were going to be taught a gentle lesson. 
They all headed to the ball and were surprised to see Kenton there. He had decided he wasn't getting enough attention, so he discharged himself from hospital, saying, Well, I definitely wouldn't have got better in hospital. I'm so much better in a pub with no handrails, no medical staff and stairs I can't negotiate. Jolene quietly but determinedly moved him out, and he took up residence, wonder of wonders, in the full disabled access wing of Ambridge Hall. Who knew? It must have been built by very, very quiet slaves. That's all I can think. Linda was very protective about Kenton's injuries to the extent that she seemed quite likely to offer to help him wee and wash his bits. So he hobbled back to the bull to wreak more havoc in the guise of helping Jolene. Leaning up against the bar, Tony, Pat and Adam chatted about a cat and pretended that watching a bloke on crutches flailing about pouring drinks everywhere and ripping his stitches open trying to change an optic was entirely normal. (laughs) Pat has been reduced, as all owners of Pain in the Arse Cats have, to bribing Hilda Ogden to do everything with Dreamies. I don't know what the hell they put in Dreamies, but they were the only way I could prevent Sybil showing her bumhole in glorious technicolour to everyone on my Zoom calls. Tony, on the other hand, is seeing Hilda Ogden as the feline personification of his mother, so being given the opportunity to hurl her mother, his mother off a chair and out into the passageway was heaven sent. By the end of the week, Tony will be rocking back and forth, asking Hilda to tell him she loves him. <laughs> Harry's mummy, Eve, queen of the garden centres, does not like Alice because Alice is an alcoholic. I do not like Eve because Alice is an alcoholic, but she's a recovering one, and the slight sneer of the untouchable... In Eve's voice, gave me the heebie-jeebies. I know many, many white middle-class women in their 50s who quite happily have two double gin and tonics and a bottle of wine every single evening and more at the weekends and get very stroppy indeed if they don't get them, who happily refer to other people as alcoholics. So my opinion of her has plummeted. I also did not like her because she invited Alice to help her pick a dress. You do not ask a woman you've literally just met to help you buy a dress. When you are stuck in a changing room sweating with your arms wedged above your head, you need your very best friend, A, to put up with all the swearing, B, to help cut you out of your bra, and C, to distract the assistant while you hurry it back onto the rack and leave the shop at high speed. Although Eve sounds more like the little silk dress being slipped on and off sort. So I do not like her. But that could well be because she was in Middlemarch and got snogged by Rufus Sewell, the cow. Ah. The end. Did she indeed? She did. She, I've temporarily forgotten her name. She's an extremely good actress. Oh. And, um, yeah, she was in Middlemarch. Also, presumably, extremely good looking if she's being snogged by... uh... But she plays um, Thingy, doesn't she? She She's the worst. She gets... She marries old Casabon and um and uh and so she's sort of a bit downtrodden and dutiful and 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 bookish. So mm. she looks she looks a bit dusty, slightly mm. dusty. I but see. obviously, Will Sewell as Laddis Law came along and um. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And, and I was going to say opened her up, but that's yes, no. And made made you wish that you were she. Yes. You've got a bit of a thing for the old. I have Mr. Sewell, Sewell haven't yes. you? Not I not have. Brian Sewell. <laughs> And he his, and his not sexuality. Sexual, no. no. But to Rufus. Even I yes. will admit that Rufus is a jolly good looking man. He is. Um, you said something right at the end of that that yes. made, that was, um, uh, that will be my takeaway from today. I've learned something today. What was that? And that it's not just me that um, sweats profusely in changing rooms. Oh, though. everybody does. Department stores Why? are heated. Department stores are heated to it. A, a, the, a balmy like 28 degrees, degrees yes <laughs> and um they're generally hotter than the surface of the sun you're in a very 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 small ply yes wood 
And I'm container. a very, very big man. Yes. yes. With no, I'm not a very, very no, big man. No. But also, thank goodness. So it's it's yeah, and you're in a re- you're trapped in a really really tiny thing. No, no ventilation. ventilation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. With other hot bodies horrible. around you, I can't. I can't try clothes on for more than about five minutes. And it's also a little bit of nerves <clears> as well that you think I am going to get sweaty and hot in this, and therefore you inevitably. Oh no, I'm not really that self-aware. But uh, it catches me by surprise every time. But, uh, but also, it's it's all the. T- it's taking your clothes off and putting them on again. I absolutely hate trying on clothes yes. in shops, okay. and it is it is that is it because you. You shouldn't take your clothes off to just put more ones on. You should take them off to go and do something and then come back and then take them <laughs> what? off. Well, whatever, what? whatever. What? I'm not going what? into details necessarily. <laughs> go swimming. What are you taking your clothes off to go, go and swimming do? or have a shower or go to bed or oh, get up again okay. or something. Right. But n- not just this. <laughs> oh, God. Ooh. When I when I, I used to do um, uh, hair, a celebrity hair stylist PR hilariously, considering I barely brush mine. I don't know what they must have looked at me and thought. <laughs> Let's hope she's saving her expertise for the... Well, it's always that thing, isn't it, about the, you yeah. go to the barber who's got the worst haircut <laughs> yeah. to, get, to get your hair cut, because you know that some... He, had, he didn't do his own. Yes. Or he's concentrating on other things. Mm. Um, but it took me a long time to get used to the models that would just walk round in their G-strings all the time. They'd wear flesh-coloured... They'd wear I've, got, I've got slightly misty eye, yes. listeners. It probably would, wouldn't take I, you that I, long. I, don't know, I think it might may take me quite a long time, actually. Some days, even weeks, potentially. <laughs> You'd have to be to, desensitised to it. <laughs> to get used to, to, to models walking around in But they would literally walk around in flesh-coloured um, flesh uh, oh, G-strings. That sounds awful. And nothing else. And they'd... Take everything off while looking you in the eye and talking to you about the press release or whatever, which I found incredibly disconcerting. (laughs) And I'd go, woo, and turn away and then get a copper load of someone's bum where they were Mm, bending over putting something else on. And um, but they just see their bodies as products and as available, yeah, as as available to all sort of thing in within Mm. entirely within Mm. that context. I mean, I'm talking a good game there, but the whole eye contact thing would just, I mean, even if I got that far, honestly, I'd probably just get to the door, turn around and go home and have a nice cup of tea. (laughs) But, uh, but as soon as I was any eye contact, I'd be, you wouldn't see me for dust. Nope. I'm a good Catholic boy and I can't be doing with that kind of thing. Anyway, um, we should probably talk about the arches at some but point. But no, but I, but, oh, but yes. it, oh, that yeah, sort of was. Sorry. It was it was about the the getting changed in front of people and things. Mm, mm. And it's a very intimate and unusual thing to do, mm. even if the person waits outside the changing rooms, mm. and you pop in and out in the variety of outfits, like on Pretty Woman, except not as stylish. And and they say, yeah, you see, you need your friend there to say, no, that makes oh, your no. ass look yeah, loud. No, no, Take yeah, that yeah, off. Yeah. If only I'd had a friend with me, I, I'd. Saved myself about a third of my purchases, I, yeah. I suspect, over the years. Um, and it's it's, but it's something you you only do with somebody who really trusts you. So it who, and who you really trust. So it was incredibly weird hmm. that Eve, hmm. Eve it is Eve, Eve, it is Eve, Eve, yes, that Eve would have invited. Alice. I, well, no, I. I uh, so, for instance, my mother, uh, who didn't have a daughter. Um, oh God, was, not you. Would she take you? I know she would as well, yes. When I went, no, I was, honestly, I'd like to, 
I mean, she may have been, uh, you know, blowing smoke up my pandering. Exactly, to you. but I, uh, I, I actually, I used to go. I, I shouldn't knock the table. I go, yeah. you can say that. Okay. If you if you whisper, they still. It hear is weird, you. ladies and gentlemen. It is very because weird. Yes. Normally. It's a bit like sex with a prostitute. There's no eye contact, you see, and it's much better. But now we're, we're, we're at the same table yes, talking. Yes, we are sharing a microphone. It's, it's just odd. Yes. Um, so I used to, I used to go uh, shopping with my female friends as well. I'm, yeah. I used to be quite good at that, oh, no, no, that makes yeah. us look big. And okay. No, that's exactly your colour, or that's, okay. that shape really suits you. Well, you should have gone with Eve then. It was, it was about as likely that Eve would have asked you to go. As well, no, but, but then if, if a um, potential uh, daughter-in-law then came along... Um, they've had, you know, I know. They've but, been you going know, out for about a fortnight. It's still, you know, potentially. Mm. Um, and, and Eve hadn't had a daughter and was had missed a daughter and I've seen this I have seen this with my own mm. mother when um so my daughter um and uh, you've never met my mother but um uh, my ex-wife was uh until she made it clear that she wasn't interested in going shopping with my mother um uh, was you know she was very very keen very early to sort of uh right. co-opt them into that kind of thing mm. so I could see that happening okay um bit of a u-turn though they're, they're finding out she's an alcoholic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it makes me think that there's something in Harry's past that makes him particularly vulnerable to. It's all a bit that mysterious, isn't it? Yes. And annoying. Well, it always is, and the and the and the um, the scenarios we come up with to explain the mystery are always far more interesting than what. And then and then it actually comes yeah. out, and we're like, yeah. oh, yeah. is that it? Yeah. Oh, he's not with the CIA then. No, okay, all right. I mean, I. I can't. I didn't. I, I'm not going to far as go so far as to say that I have sympathy for Eve. But you, I guess you would like your child to go out with somebody uncomplicated. Exactly. Right. You? And and I think you know, chucking a brick through a window—that was the one that really hit home yeah. when she said <laughs> when she counter, threw. A, yes, me. she threw a brick through a window, mm. and I thought, yeah, okay. When you put it like that, you know, um, she Alice mm. does, and she doesn't. I would hope that if it were me in that situation, I'd just I'd take that newly found out information, keep it to myself, mm. and keep my powder dry. Yes, exactly. Just in case. And know. Harry is presumably supposed to be mid thirties. Uh, yeah, that? I guess. Yeah, about that probably. And his mother saying to him, "You are not to see her again." Yeah. Mm, I mean, does she actually say that, or she? Yeah, no, she might have done actually. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, that's ridiculous. You need to not. You need to not yeah. see her again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's that smells like a slightly um, weird relationship between Harry yeah. and his mother, doesn't it? Yeah. As well, yeah. there's clearly some very strange mm. things, and you're talking about Harry speaking English like it's his mm. eighth language. It's odd, isn't it? He speaks like he's permanently taking the piss. Yeah, I'd slap him yeah. if it were me. I'd, I'd listen to him for fifteen minutes and then I'd punch him because he's clearly having a laugh at my expense. Who you know? was that? Who was that? Um, I've got a feeling it was Newman and Badil. They used to do this sketch where oh, everything the, the, sounded the, sarcastic. The sarcastic guy, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's Harry, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he was being completely honest. Yeah. He was just afflicted with a tone of voice yeah. so when <laughs> that he made said, him sound sarcastic. So when he said to, to Chris, I expect you're busy at this time yeah. of year. And Chris is like, yeah. That whole well, conversation. Because yeah. I think, on balance, it's difficult to know, but I think he was being genuinely chatty and friendly 
But it did. It but, sounded but incredibly passag. He's he's had a really weird brief that poor actor, because that was actually pointed out. Chris said to Susan, he yeah, says all yeah, the right yeah. things, yeah. but the way he says yeah. them makes me suspicious. Yeah, and that's exactly how yeah. it's coming across. But yeah. how the hell you're supposed to act? That in and the way why that the hell? and why the hell More exactly? To the point. Well, it's to make us not trust him. Do I mean, have, but... do you know ever know ever met anybody like that? I don't. Well, not for very long. No. I wouldn't have. <laughs> I wouldn't have hung around sleep, sleeping to, to with discover, the fishes. Yeah, to discover their you know hidden depths or it's anything. Pe- it's very peculiar. It is really odd. Mm. And I don't. I I'm and again I might be going against the majority opinion here. I'm not a hundred percent convinced that Harry's a wrong one either. He's oh, just God, really. He's just. I. Mm. It wouldn't surprise me if he turned out to be well, he's, all right. And, I, I'll and tell be, you what he's you doing. Know. He's making Chris look like the most eligible man. No, he in really Ambridge is. No, at this point, I want million. to marry Chris. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you're right. No, he does. And well, perhaps. And when know, he said. When he said, "Oh, oh, I get to meet your, I get to meet Martha's grandparents." Yeah, no, ooh, no. I was, was thinking Martha's grandparents are nothing to do with you. No, absolutely. Martha's not. barely anything to yeah. do with you. Yeah, yeah. And you don't just swan in. You don't just wander across a restaurant and hi, I'm Harry the Hip Chilcot Inquiry. You just you. They ask you if you if they would you know you get invited to a family thing. Maybe then that's that's what this is all about, and they are setting up. So he'll do something. Him or his mother will do something really uh, out of order. Put Alice in some sort of danger or at risk. Chris uh, will come to the rescue. Well, everybody said last night. Oh God, that's Alice back on the booze then. When you know she was so no, upset. Oh, I don't think so. Well, honestly, if she is back on the booze, then I don't know what I'm going to do because we had two years of it oh, and no. it was enough. No, I don't, you know, I don't want to I think, make light of that. Yeah, but... no, 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 I know what you mean. I, but I, I think as a trigger, having your, having expressly, your alcoholism expressly used as a reason why you why you should not be able to have a nice relationship. There'd be a, there'd be a temptation to that's go, well, well yeah, fuck it then. If everybody's going to treat yeah, me like an exactly. alcoholic, then I might as well be one. And your the, the horrible inner addict voice is always looking for the reason. Is always, yeah, you know, it's always, yeah. what, was, what did that what the woman mm-hmm. say waiting in the car park yeah, for you? Yeah. you know, it's always like, oh, well, there you see, told you, told you, might as well. Mm. <sighs> I don't, they can't, surely, she can't have a relapse. I mean, give it ten years or so, and they. She can... might be on the brink, and Chris might save her. That would tie things up nicely, wouldn't it? Mm. Mm. I honestly, well, I don't quick... don't really know why we bother trying to predict these storylines because no, we get about one in yeah. ten. That's the whole <clears throat> joy of it. Is why people bet on horses and why people. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yeah. and why you support Southampton and all that. No, that's that's you know because <laughs> they, they just lose all yeah. the time. <laughs> Actually, not not this year, but you know they'll be back to it soon enough. Okay. Uh, they never actually, they never actually win anything of any importance. Okay, all right. So that is predictable. Okay, and it's sort of comforting. <laughs> well, yes, I suppose. I suppose comforting in the way that an ingrown toenail is comforting. <laughs> That's going to hurt. Oh, it does. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, the blood. What did you think of the Hilda bits? Hilda's bits. Let's move on to Hilda's bits. Um, 
yeah, I mean, Tony, oh, Tony's just so wet. Mm. He's, he's, uh, he, he drew, I think he, he winds me up faster than any other character on mm. the Archers, and that's saying something. Well, Twitter suddenly went blue with Goth Tony yeah, every well, two, exactly. the second. He's just being yeah. so dank about yeah. everything. Yeah. And he, he drives me up the wall. Um, I think Hilda was just being fairly usually cattish, to be honest, yeah. wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. You know, being a bit of a dick mm. quite a lot of the time. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what his expectations are, really. No. I mean, I suppose he's had Hilda dumped on him a bit, hasn't he? Well, I think he is. I think he is literally exercising the anger he feels with his mother for a million, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, cat. 80 years of abuse um, by... Uh, yeah, through the through the medium of the cat. <laughs> but, but then he had the record at the end. He couldn't leave her where he. No, he no, there was yeah, clearly his, you know, his his actual really. love and care yeah. for Hilda shone through, etc., yeah. etc. Et act, act. Um, and uh, and Hilda's um immediately shat on that by yeah. ruining an entire batch of cheese in the dairy. Yeah, yeah. So nice one, Hilda. No, that was before, wasn't it? I can't remember. Uh, no, no, they it, found her, and then she, then then she went to the. But dairy. then he went, yes, but and then they went to the pub all together and were talking about. Um, uh, Adam had to said he'd he'd made a mistake and and all that. So yes, no, that happened. So it's, and then he was talking about not being able to leave Hilda at the thing. Yes. They were having that conversation while Kenton was flailing around, <sighs> bleeding. Bloody Kenton! I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I do feel sorry for him. You know, he's been bitten by a big mm. angry dog in several particularly mm. sore places by the sounds of things. Mm. But what a clown. Mm. Mm. Do you know, I've got a horrible feeling I am one of those people. I was going to pretend I wasn't. But <laughs> if my sister's listening to this, she will write in and say, that's you, that is. But people that say, I'm ill. The doctor's told me I'm ill. I've been told to rest. I'm just going to do the dishwasher. So everyone trails after you going, will no, you no, just, sit just, down yeah, yeah, and yeah. stop doing things? No. And you say, okay, I'll just, just let me do the, I'll just no. empty the tumble dryer and then I tea. promise yeah. I'll sit. Yeah. And then you go, oh, it's really hurting. And right. everyone shouts, that's because he didn't yeah. do it. Yeah. And He's way beyond, beyond that though. It, it, I mean, coming home on crutches when he couldn't, he knew yeah, he hadn't he had been no taught how to, how to get up the stairs. Yeah. And it's a pub. Everything is up yeah. the stairs. Yeah. And then bodging around in the bar as well. Yeah. Just broken glass everywhere. Sod off. Yeah, yeah. Go and lie down in, in your mysteriously appearing... So, uh, Did you I not think, know about that? No. So, it's, next to the, it's next to the bowling alley near the world. So Linda, <laughs> Linda clearly lives in the, in the Mr. Ben shop. Exactly. Disabled wings appear. Yes, it's right. right. Mm. What are we going to have? What are we going to have in in the East Wing today? Here's your recently discharged from hospital costume. <laughs> no, sorry, think... re recently self discharged. Do you from think hospital. Kenton was still in his little hospital gown with his bum flap? Yeah, I expect so. But there's no way he'd have been able to put his own clothes on, no, would he? No. And I. I don't know, do they help you to put your clothes on if you discharge yourself? Or do they just no, go, right, just, well, get on with it then? They're really worried. They hate it. Because they know you're going to do something stupid and come back. 
with a gaping wound having split your stitches open. Oh. Going, I mean, how did he go? Presumably he came home by taxi. Uh, Rex came to see him in the hospital. No, to, uh, Freddie came to see him in the hospital. Oh, and Frex, Frex, and Freddie uh, gave him a lift home. But how did he get into the car? I don't know. If he can't get upstairs. Maybe Freddie put the boot, the seats down in the back and just sort of slid him in. He just oh, laid flat. Like off a plank, just sort of shot him in, like rolled earth. him in, rolled him in. <laughs> Stupid idiot. He's being, he's being. Thing is, he's inadvertently making Jolene feel worse. Oh yeah, far worse. She knows that there's that she's connected with the attacks, with the attack, with the attack, and therefore him. She feels terrible about him being attacked, and now she feels even worse because he keeps trying. He's making things worse for himself by feeling guilty about her and trying to help. Look. What's going to happen? Bull burned down. I don't. I can't really see what they're angry about. The people that well, the we people don't know, that are do doing we? the thing. What, what is what is the crossness for? So she she um I, I I might not have been paying attention, but then clearly neither were you. Uh, she explained. Jolene no, 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 yes, what yes, yes. Happened. No, we know all that, which is... Right. Uh, one of them was getting a bit leery, tried to get up on stage. The bouncer yes, pushed yeah, them exactly, off the stage. Yeah, yeah. Then there was a huge fight in the car park with her. But would you then... Would, no. would that be enough to keep you seething with such fury for 20 years? Well, no, no, going... I don't think that's what's happened. So they've come to the bull. Yeah. I think that was co- a coincidence. Recognised exactly. Jolene. Recognised Jolene. And that would have been fine too, mm. except... Then, Kenton's now been bitten by the dog. Right. So why would that then... Surely the natural thing then would be for them to go away and not go back to that place. Well, no, because he... Whatever his name is, we don't know any names, do we? Okay, Mr Sinister. Mr Sinister, yes. Um, who sounds nothing like Vince, by the way. No, I know. <laughs> um, Mr Sinister uh, knows that he, he, he even said... I know you. You recognised me. Do you think he's Tony Soprano's black Terry Soprano? <laughs> Terry Terry Soprano, yes. Um, he said to her, "I know," because she was pretending yeah, not. To, and yeah, he yeah. said, "No, he no, said, no. I, no, I you saw know. you yeah. see me. Yeah. I know you recognised me." Yeah. And that wouldn't have been a problem either if they just, you know, if Kenton and oh, the way Kenton talks to people. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, I've met, I have met a couple of landlords clearly over the years who've been assholes, but they are very few and far between. And all right, lads. All right, lads. Keep it. Down. What, what, what no, no, it's worse than that. Yeah. And you know, and Harriet thought that that they'd been annoyed by the way that he went and spoke to them. Yeah, yeah. I can absolutely. I mean, it probably didn't make any difference, but it didn't help. You know, and he was the way he was talking to the pub earlier. You know, in the, in the mm. evening as well, when you know he was trying to get people to. Shut up for the results of yeah. the ridiculous competition. Yeah. Um. He just, I, I think very, very few landlords talk to their customers like that these yeah. days. Very few. Yeah. So he's, you know, I'm, I don't want to say he deserved it because clearly nobody deserves that. But yeah. yeah, he doesn't help himself, does he? Good lord. No. No. And so anyway, um, yeah. So now they they can't just leave it because they know that. Jolene knows at least somebody who was involved, associated right. with the dog. Right, okay. Uh, which is why he came back then to threaten Jolene and say, you don't see me, right. But 
Wouldn't the threat of burning the pub down be enough? They wouldn't actually have to do it. Um, well, just in case Jolene hadn't put two and two together. I suppose her having a son-in-law who's a policeman as well. Yeah, so I didn't... Though this is something else I've learned this week, is that uh, um, they live next door. Mm. Did we know this? Well, we didn't, but somebody messaged. Paul Wiskin just sent us... It could be the the archetypal... Uh, <clears throat> the archetypal header line on any Archer's email. It's just why with two question marks. <laughs> he said, if Harrisment and Fallon live next door to the bull, why do they need to move in to keep Jolene safe? And why did they not hear Kenton being attacked? Right. Yes. This is this is more or less exactly what I was going yeah. to say. Yes. Could have cut yeah. that storyline short without, getting, without Vince getting involved. Will Harrisment notice if the bull next door mysteriously goes up in flames? Yeah. Sorry, love, it's not. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Toasty tonight, yeah. love. <laughs> Sorry, love, it's not my case, Paul says. Have you, have uh, you just eaten, asking, love? Yeah. <laughs> Fallon, energy charges, love. Bloody boiling in here. Is that crackling? <laughs> the world's least observant <sighs> copper. And I also loved the way he was—he held so firm to his principles for about two and a half seconds. Oh, yeah. So she said, could you have a word and see what's going on? Yeah. And he went, no, I absolutely could not. Yeah. And she is totally against everything. And then she said, could you though? All right, then I'll have a word. He was quickly talked out of moving, actually, surprisingly quickly talked out of moving in as well. Yeah. Mind you, Jolene was... <laughs> No, 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 no. I no. don't know how to put this any clearer. Yeah. No, yet. no, no. Just try it, sunshine. What else, what else do you need me to say? So I think possibly that was a little bit of, uh, of um, uh, guess, self awareness. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. Right. No. I so that's a no. I'm getting a no. I don't know if you meant that, no, but I'm sensing, Jolene. You don't want us to move in. That one was definitely a no. <laughs> um. Message from David Wright here. Hello, David. Who said, I nearly fell off my kitchen stool when Harriet called the black country beautiful. Yes, that's because yes. Harriet was thinking about an entirely different part of the country. Where was Harriet thinking about? Kidderminster. Yes, that's also, I have to say. Yeah. I mean. And Kettering, which we, nobody we, we, could We talked about this before. So, Clee Hill, mm. with its famously wild sheep, Lucy, yes, yes. Um, is beautiful. Yes, And that's is, yes. that's just, just next to Kidderminster. But Kidderminster itself... Mm. It's like a big roundabout with a to carpet honest, factory attached to it. Harriet was possibly in the Cotswolds. I yes, thought yeah, she was in yeah, Kidderminster. Could have been, could like have been it, anything. Anyway, um, 
She said many words. He, he said many words come to mind to describe it. Beautiful is possibly not one of them. No. A lot of people think it was called that because of the smoke from the thousands of factories back in the day. But the prevalent belief uh, is it was due to the black colour of the soil where the coal seam came to the surface. All right. Okay. Also, black country folk hate being mistaken for Brummies. Mm-hmm. Kidderminster is near the black country, but not in it. Yes. It specialised in carpet making. Nearer still is Stourbridge, yeah, which yeah. was the centre of the glass making industry. It was also the, the centre of uh, of the uh, early 90s um, sort of British version of grunge explosion. Was it? Yes. So uh, Ned's Atomic Dustbin and Pop Will Eat Itself and The Wonder Stuff all came from Stourbridge. Really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, only, it's only a wee that's place. That's normally a result of one really, really good music teacher. Yeah, it could well school. be something like that, couldn't it? They were all, and they yeah. were all contemporaries. They yeah. were all the same age. Yeah. I know Pop Will Eat Itself may be a bit older, but yeah. yeah. The Black Country, well, that was that meant that Pop Will Eat Itself, set, one of their younger brothers set up yeah, the Tom and Dustbin. That's yeah, not how it works. Yeah. The Black Country itself specialised in iron and steel manufacturing. The Black Country Living Museum is in Dudley, which is definitely in the Black Country. My dad's from Dudley, which makes him proper yam yam. Yeah, yeah. That was the the uh, we were talking about this roads which attract a the and yes. the the Dudley Road is definitely one okay. of those. You never hear anybody talk about Dudley Road. It's mm. the Dudley Road. Um, round here, people from the Black Country. There is a there, actually there was a case the other day where somebody somebody not local to here but somebody in North Wales um, was uh, charged with uh, racially aggravated abuse because they'd put the most awful note through this family's door um, because they'd recently arrived in the area from the Black Country and this note basically said go back to where you came from with all your fellow yam yams which was you know just. Totally berserk, but anyway, it was hmm. uh, yeah. So the, the black country is a funny one because uh, it's yeah nobody. It's as as the the uh, as David's email suggested. Um, there are varying theories as to well, various theories as to why it's called the black country. Yeah. Also, it's very difficult to get an exact. Well, that's what what is and what ain't. Well, that's what in Wikipedia said. It's notorious. Yeah, it's notorious for everybody. Everybody has got a different idea right. about where it starts yeah. and where it stops. Yeah. So my grandfather, uh, my grandfather was born in um, Shellfield, which is near Warsaw, and he always said that, or maybe he didn't say it, but other people have said it about him to me, that he was born in the Black Country. Well, Warsaw is apparently yes. according to Wikipedia. Warsaw yes. is slap back and Tipton. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Tipton as well, right. So, um, but then he moved out to Litchfield as a young boy, right. and I don't think that's black country no, anymore. No. In fact, I was there in Litchfield a few weeks ago, and it's lovely. It is. What a beautiful town. Um, but we had bookshelves full of Anuk and Eli jo- ah, okay. jokes and stories and right. things. And um, uh, yeah, so I, it was very much, the black country was very much part of our home culture and even i couldn't exactly tell you where it is or why it's called that or anything else um kate lloyd jones says kate lloyd jones is my spirit animal she basically (laughs) says what i've been thinking but much more articulate yes oh yes no yes yes that's what i meant uh she said there's been a couple of instances when people have used a relative's first name recently that really jarred with me on Sunday, when talking about the Yorkshire pudding event to Harrison, Fallon mentioned that Wayne had been working on special recipes. 
Although her parents split up when she was young, he's all Wayne's her dad. Yeah. He's always been in her life, and I'm sure she calls him dad, although we may need James Everett to corroborate this. I certainly don't refer to my dad by his name to my husband. I guess poor Wayne is so rarely mentioned they have to use his name, as if she'd said dad, the casual listener would have no idea who the person was and why he was cooking at the bull. Last week, I'm sure I also heard Brad say Ben, Bert, when talking about his granddad. Again, just felt all wrong. Maybe I'm too old or polite. P.S. Harry was a total ass to Chris on Sunday, mm. although he tried to hide imposing his superiority in the guise of a joke. Even loved yeah. up Alice noticed. Yeah. She did. You could tell yeah. there was a certain... She went, oh, Harry. She yeah. was trying to shut the conversation down. No, the whole down, thing was, was, was clearly weird for everybody involved. Yes, except, except Harry. Except Harry, apparently. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Again, they no, no, didn't show any signs of self-awareness, but, did they? But we don't know. We, don't, we know so little about Harry. No. We can't tell. No. But about the, the grandfather dad thing, I would certainly never call my dad anything but dad. Mm. And in fact, when my son called oh, my father, yes. uh, Armageddon, wasn't it? Graham, mm. um, a couple of years ago, inadvertently, um, yeah, the shit hit the fan. He didn't like it at all. But there is a generational thing in that now when I see, when I talk about granddad i'm not talking about my granddad i'm talking about the kids granddad yeah. my father so now i can call my own i've gone from calling my own grandfather granddad to calling him sydney mm. because then everybody knows who i'm talking about so mm. granddad is my dad and sydney is mm. my grandfather yeah but so but that those that's yeah. not what was happening there so no I, no that is odd i it agree is very odd yeah um now <clears throat> do you remember the there's no other there's no other the sheep masturbation uh, do you remember that email? I can honestly say I do not remember the sheep masturbation email, and you'd think okay. I would, really. Mm. When was this? Uh, last week. Jennifer... Um, yeah, I haven't. Corley. I didn't listen to last oh, week. Oh, I see. Sorry. Jennifer Corley, mm. who's our resident uh, vet. Now I wish I had listened last week, honestly. When you're trying to get a you to take on a lamb... No, okay. No, I, yes, I have, you, you, I have heard you, this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wouldn't... Have, I, it was the masturbation bit yeah. that caught me Jen, out, to be honest. Jen, um, Jen then panicked that she'd either dreamt it or made it up. Yeah. And that she shouldn't have been doing that at all. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that there were several sheep in Ireland going, yes. Ow! Sitting, what are you doing? Yes, and, or yeah. having, having emergency therapy yeah. sessions. Yeah. 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 Uh, she said, your listener who called in questioning the sheep technique got me very worried. I suddenly realised as a naive first year student, I'd taken the word of my lecturer as gospel. What if he was winding us up? Uh, what if he was just a pervert? Can't tell you how relieved I was to find the above paper. The above paper is called Importance of Vaginocervical Stimulation for the Formation of Maternal Bonding in Prima Paris and Multi Paris Parturient Use. Available in paperback. <laughs> um, it's an audio book. Harriet reads it. James Harriet wouldn't have been at it as the papers on this are 1988 to 1990s. Quite who found out about this and how is probably best not thought about too hard. As to the practicalities, sheep are not... Don't tend to arch their heads back at orgasm. So easy enough to Good spot Lord. the lip curl and glazed eyes single-handed. We don't use this technique in horses. They get a blindfold, a pot of Vic up each nostril and their back legs tied together. Then a shot of intravenous oxytocin before the poor orphan foal is shoved onto a teat and everyone ducks for cover and hopes for the best. After a few days, the adopting mares will eventually take them. See, it's because sheep are brighter than... I mean, horses are brighter than sheep. Everything's brighter than... Yeah, there's not much on the on the chart that comes My coffee below is brighter sheep than sheep. In the... 
I could give those agriculture advisors some fun storylines, she says. Vet school is not as fluffy as they may think, nor are vets. By the way, James Herriot, a.k.a. Alf White, went to my vet school. We had a clock in the library that played the theme of all creatures great and small in tribute to him. How did I not know that his real uh, name was Alf White? I don't know. That seems there's like a, the sort of thing I there's ought There's a to lot have of things that I don't know how you don't know them, but anyway, yeah. there we are. Um, okay. Because I loved James Herriot as a kid. Mm. I read all the books. This is Becky Sheaves from Cuckoo Down Farm. Hello, Becky Sheaves from Cuckoo Down Farm. She says, I can't listen to Lillian, Chris, Alice and the hip talking about horses. It is unbearably explainy. Mm, this no, even Sunday, I noticed that. Yeah. yeah. So how long would the average horseshoe yes. last? <laughs> well, in these sort of conditions, I'd say four weeks. But you know, it is a bit muddy. <sighs> Uh, this Although it was shorter than I expected. I thought mm. you sort of put them on, I don't know, once or twice a year, but no. Like course. when you go to Clark's and have your foot yeah, laid exactly. by the foot lady. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> this Sunday, the hip and Chris tackled the Ladybird book of how long horseshoes should last, <laughs> when in real life the reality would be a whole load of Passag stuff about why Chris couldn't bang on a set of shoes to last more than five minutes. It would have been seen as a failing on his part that one had come off, and Harry was quite rude to draw attention to it. That scene should have been all bruised professional pride on Chris's part and mm-hmm, snarky blame mm-hmm. on Harry's. Yeah. There is nothing worse than a shoe coming off mid-ride after just two weeks, bearing in mind they cost around 70 quid a set. Instead, Giants. we get the Wikipedia digest of equestrianism. Oh yes, horseshoes should last four years at this time of year. What with the ground being so poached? Etc, etc. They need an equestrian editor. Happy to offer my services. I'm a devoted listener to the podcast, she says, and really love it. Probably more My than the arches itself at times. Could you tell me your origin story? I'm intrigued to know how you and Harriet got together to start the whole thing. How did Jeff and Matt get involved? And most pressing of all, why is poor Cooper <gasps> no longer getting an executive producer credit? Did he, he is, dog we? walk we or was he pushed? That no, that was off mic we were talking about that. Because I said he was going to start whining and you said no, he wasn't. No. He's completely vanished now, isn't he? Mm, that's worrying. Mm. He's no, probably, I don't. I don't know where he is. Actually, paddle in the loo. He's not in his bed. He's not on the couch. So, oh good. Um, well, Becky, I'll give you the edited highlights. I used to do another Archer's podcast, and I left, and then I got to know Harriet, and we did. Just... She not also do the the other podcast? Is that not how you got to know her? Vaguely. She didn't do. Oh, she she covered sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we got to know through, we got to know each other through that, and then I left, and then uh, we set up our own. That was during lockdown, wasn't it? Before. Before lockdown. Yes, but you started then to to do your own yes. thing during lockdown. Yes. Yes, and then um, Matt just turned up like a little musical fairy and said, I've got some, she said, he said, would you like a theme? No, he didn't do the theme tune. He said, would, um, he said, would you like some, um, songs to go at the end? Uh, some, some, some play out music. And he just started doing all these parodies of the Archer's theme tune in various styles. And then Harriet and I decided that we wanted to, um, uh, get somebody involved because a lot of the Archer's, podcasts and all the twitter feeds and all that are great if you've been listening for 100 billion trillion years and you know everything and you know when auntie cardboard's birthday is and all that but if you're a new listener and around the robin helen storyline there were picked up quite a few new listeners the, the actual archers i mean not us uh and a lot of people going sorry who how are these people related 
why does this person not get on with that person? I don't understand. So we decided that we needed somebody to come in as an uh, archer's virgin. And I had just met Jeff. So we said, let's let's force him He'll to do, do it. Yes. He'll do, quite. Um, and <clears throat> uh, he started, you started off as Mr. Newby. Did you? Mr. Newby for about a year. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. And then you caught up and then you went Mr. Newby. Then I knew everything about the archers. Yeah, everything. (laughs) Literally. Um, So, yes, so obviously we forced him to listen to every single episode right from the start. Actually, in the beginning I was listening to every single episode about four times. (laughs) Trying to figure out whose voice was And make notes and yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's a very diligent student. So, yes, so that is is how it all happened. But I, I don't know why Cooper's executive producer credit has disappeared. That's I suspect nefarious goings on in the in the, uh, Freeman Studios. To be mm. honest, yes, we will we will reinstate that, Becky. Thank you for noticing because I hadn't even noticed. I feel bad now. Poor Explains Cooper. possibly why Cooper's been a bit down in the dumps recently. It you know? does. He's just lost yeah. his lost raison his d'être. Yeah. Mm. Doesn't know what he's going to do with himself mm. if he's not doing getting an EP credit here. Yeah. Um. Uh, but yes, they do. They, uh, you're right, Becky. That was incredibly explainy. And now we're going to. Yes, tell I you mean, I know nothing about yeah. horses, and even I thought, all right, that's enough now. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah. I know the only thing I know about horses is they always, always, always try and kill me. Mm. Yeah, that could go to so many of us, though. Um, Steve Barry says, nice. I hope that Harriet has found her way to wherever she records her little gems from. Best of luck in her and lots of other people's defence. Although Kidderminster is outside of the black country, as is Wolverhampton, in her defence, having worked there for years, the accents are similar to the untutored ear. They are. Uh, to the American ear, they are bafflingly. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've got no chance. Undetectable. Absolutely no chance. And James Eriot, Everett. Harriet, James, James Harriet, who I've just, yes, James Harriet, the vet. Uh, James Everett says um, he's doing a degree in fashion design. So he will be designing the clothes with which you missed. You don't know what I'm talking about because you missed it last week. Um, but, James, you know, they did the charity fashion show. Yes. James Everett is doing a fashion show as part of his course. Is he indeed? He is. He is. Ah. Uh, and he said it was Daniel, the other Everett, who is into drama. Uh-huh. So there's drama Daniel yeah. and fashion James. Okay. Well, good luck with that, James. Um, I, yes, I don't think we can help in the slightest. But if there is a way we can, do, do a, let I me do know. I do have a green suit you can have. Yeah, a green velvet suit, yeah. is it? Yeah. Excellent. Yes. Um, now, you didn't listen to last week, so you don't yeah, all right. know. Can we stop wanging on about how I didn't no, listen to cannot. last week's show? Um, it, it was, uh, was busy. Linda... No, it wasn't. It was uh, Lillian walked in on um, uh, James Bellamy, her son, and Leonie in the bath. Good together, Lord. And had to stop. Uh, was there lots of splashing going on? No. Okay. It was just, more. Oh. And um, Was he in his pyjamas? No, wait, that was... that was. And uh, Brenda then appeared and, and said, shall I come up? And Lillian was going, sorry, no! Who, who's Brenda? Um... Brenda is Mike Tucker's daughter, ah, uh, who's now Mike disappeared. We don't, yeah, yeah we okay. don't know where Brenda's yeah. got. Um, to Birmingham with Mike, presumably. No, she's in. I've forgotten where she is. She went away to Russia for a little bit. She went. Um, she's travelled and she's going to. She's she's like, you know, 
the one that got away, she's like Mrs. Hotshot. So uh, she'll she'll be back okay. probably at some point, yeah. being all glamorous and upsetting yeah. everybody. Yeah. Um, now for this week's clip, are you ready? Yes. Yes, I was. I was, thought you were asking the listeners. No, I'm asking you. What the hell is happening? What the hell is happening? Here? Exactly! Lust, seduction, burning passion and heaving bosoms! Oh, now that takes me back. <laughs> Remember what it was like when I was young? <laughs> Remember when you were young, back in our singing days? <laughs> Them sexy little outfits you used to wear on stage. I talk about heaving bosoms. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Uh, we was reminiscing about the old days. Hey, Tony. Hello. You know, when Valentine's <laughs> Day was all about first love and broken hearts. And she was the Lily of Leighton Cross, yeah. all dolled up in buckskin and rhinestone. <laughs> Long time ago. Yeah. Anyhow, Shires, is it? Yeah, please. Yeah. Tony? What? Fantastic. Tony. I Tony. love me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right, Tony. <laughs> Such a wet fart. Oh God. But I, that that whole Yeah. I don't that was not appropriate, Eddie. It was Eddie was basically just going boobs, Jolene, yes, boobs, yeah. boobs, boobs, boobs. That was horrible. It was quite it was quite Beavis and Butthead, because whoever else was with was just going <laughs> uh, 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 in the background and they were thinking about boobs. <laughs> <laughs> That was horrible. <laughs> so hang on, but he said, uh, so he sang as well, did he? He said when yeah, we he was in the were band. singing. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, because he became he fancied Jolene. No, no Eddie shit. fancied Jolene. <laughs> no, no shit. Yeah. Uh, and oh, hello, Cooper. He's woken hey, up. He's hello. Um, uh, he fancied Jolene, but got engaged to Clary, and I think Jolene turned him down like a bedspread, and um, he then uh, married. Became engaged to Clary, and there was a bit of, um, you know, mm-hmm. a bit of jealousy. Yeah, yeah. As there would be, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine Eddie and, and Jolene together. No. No. I mean, they've probably been worse couples in the arches, but it's hard to think of one off the top of my head. Well, Jolene and Sid. Uh, I didn't know Sid. <laughs> was that a thing? It was what a thing? Jolene and Sid. Yeah. Who was Sid? Sid was the landlord of the bull. Oh. Um, right, okay. And... Jolene wasn't. It, it, no, it. she was... Oh, God, I've got to get this right. He Sid was going out with Kathy Perks. Uh-huh, yeah. Was married to Kathy Perks. And he had an affair with Jolene. Uh-huh. And that was the infamous shower scene. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 And... Uh, it was all a bit grim, um, and Sid was a was an old homophobe, racist git. Mm. Um, yeah, so it, it uh, he uh, was uh, not sadly missed. No. I mean, I'm sure the actor was very good and everything, but as a character, he wasn't wasn't one of my favourites. Um, yes, right. Uh, you're supposed to introduce something now. Go back to your script. Oh, bugger. I've got to log in. Hang on. Sorry, everybody. It's just a pin number. That's all. Mm-hmm. 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 There we go. I'll find my glasses now. Oh, my God. Well, you need to give me some warning on this. Right. What am I... Uh, uh, okay. And now... 
I could have done this, really, you, couldn't you, I? You, you absolutely could have minutes. done this, yeah, yeah. And now we're crossing over to the dairy where an urgent meeting is about to take place. Ba, ba, ba. Hello, hello, James, what's this? on that window. I hate it when people hurr on it. I've been out with my window lane twice this morning already. Come into the warm. Sorry, sorry, Mrs Carter. I just don't remember it being here last time I was here. What's it for? Gulping. Making us feel like performing sales. Although it does have its uses. When it was icy, me and Clary watched Tom keep sliding over with his veg boxes and holding up scorecards. Every time we went in, we took another bucket of water on the yard. How are you, anyway? Sorry to drag you out again, but we've got another problem. Oh, that's fine. You pay your dues to the Amalgamated Yoghurt Specialists Incorporating Semi-Skimmed Operatives Union, and you're entitled to representation. What seems to be the trouble? Adam, that's what. We was quite happy managing ourselves. I was going to do it, in fact. I was looking forward to it. Kira got her badge maker out and made me one that said Dairy Manager. Well, it actually said Dairy Minger, but the thought was there. Mm, no. You're going to have to start at the beginning. The owner of the dairy, Ellen, she's taking her children away to Paris to celebrate the death of their father. And no problem with that at all. If anyone needs a break, it's Ellen. Plus it means she's not here to criticise her packed lunches. There's nothing wrong with salad cream. So, the salad cream is the problem? No, it's just that when she's away, we decided I was going to be the manager. In name only... What do you mean, in name only? Well, I'm obviously the one with the actual management experience. I would have made the business critical decisions. Business critical decisions? Like whether we should fish the digestive crumbs out of the yoghurt mixer or just call it cheesecake? You can't just call yourself a manager, Clary. You need experience and know-how. It was your idea. Ladies, if we could just come back to the crucial point. Is it... The digestives or the packed lunches? I'm confused. Neither. It's Adam. She's put him in as manager. And he's inexperienced. His main experience is in planting weeds and making edible gardens. Well, most gardens are edible, aren't they? I mean, if you're a goat or something. Yeah, well, this is some nonsense about rhubarb fountains and parsnip rockeries. So... He has no actual dairy experience. Well, he shadowed me for a bit, but basically we spent most of the time gossiping and raiding heat. I see. So you'll have an unqualified manager? Yes, unqualified and tired. He's asleep most of the time. So why do you think Helen's hired him? Well, the only explanation we have is that he's her cousin. Well, that's nepotism. We frown on that in the Amalgamated Yoghurt Specialists Incorporating Semi-Skimmed Operatives Union. We did a seminar on it. That's what it's like, though, living in a village dominated by the Archer family. Oh, Archers? Uh, Did you say Archer family? Yeah, they're everywhere, like fruit flies and Alison Hammond. Ah, you didn't say this was an Archer problem. I'm I'm not touching this. Oh, no way. But you're our union rep. Ah, yeah, yes. Uh, We're brave, us union reps, but we're not stupid. I'm not messing with the Archer family. 
The Cosa Nostra and Barbers. Sorry, ladies, you're on your own. Cooper, we're going to end the show now because Cooper's whining as it's past well, his water well, do, time. Do we not have some music as well? Yes, I'm, I'm going to do that now. Okay, good. Yes, yes. Um, if you've enjoyed the show, please give us a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you like. And you can find us on Facebook, on Twitter at OnAmbridge, Febreze is at Fabulous Febreze, or you can email us at AmbridgeOnTheCouch at gmail.com. That's AmbridgeOnTheCouch at gmail.com there we are and uh, I am shortly going to be setting up a Ambridge on the Couch Instagram account it is very exciting it is very exciting yes uh, I'm going to have some lessons in it in Instagramming the Insta mm-hmm. so you're and... going to be teaching lessons no 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 no, no having them having them not oh you're going them. to have lessons yes. in the Insta in how you? to do it where yes. are you going to get those from my son Aha, yes. yes, of course. Yes. <laughs> Who happily is a film student as well, so he can tell me what to do and will then probably refuse to ever look at anything I produce because he'll just say it's terrible. Anyway, um, we're going to go out with a theme tune courtesy of Mr. Rodriguez Payne, who has been inspired this week by Pulp Fiction. He said, Kenton may start relying on Class A's, and Linda will be forced to inject. He said insulin. It wasn't insulin. It was adrenaline. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, straight into his Directly heart. into his heart. Yeah. This would possibly be unlikely, he says. <laughs> I don't think it's no more unlikely than anything else. And it's a lot more interesting than talking about horseshoes for 20 minutes. So we will go out with Matt Rodriguez Payne's tribute to Pulp Ambridge. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.